Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Okay, it's happened. The thing you didn't want, you did not want to stay 24-7 in the house with a hijackal, a toxic person, a relentlessly difficult person. And now here we are in self-isolation or quarantine or lockdown or whatever's happening. I'm going to give you today 10 basic truths you need to accept because you can't change them about hijackals. It will save you from getting into unnecessary and difficult places. Stay tuned. Welcome to Save Your Sanity Podcast. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler. Are you living with the chaos, confusion, and uncertainty that a toxic person loves to create? Is a partner, parent, ex, sibling, child, or coworker causing you to second-guess yourself? That can be crazy-making. I'm here to help you save your sanity. So let's get down to it and figure some things out now. Stay tuned. Hello, I'm glad you're here as usual. Today, you may be just on the verge of dancing on your last nerve or tearing your hair out or thinking about it. And maybe even the idea of more time housebound with a hijackal is just crazy making and unthinkable to you, but it's going to happen. So I wanted to talk about 10 basic truths about living with hijackals that you really have to accept as the truth because you can't change them. And this would be a really good time to recognize that they are the truth and that you can't change them. And that the more that you rail against them, get angry at them, the more you bring it up, the more you point it out, the worse it gets, the more likely you're going to have periods of rage and silent treatment. And that is not worthwhile, especially if there are children in the house. And if you want to truly save your sanity. So there's 10 things that are important. I first had a had about 18 and I thought, well, that'll just be too much for today. So I'm going to give you 10 and then think about that. And in the next episode, I will be talking again about other aspects of being housebound with a hijackal. So number one thing to accept about hijackals is that if there's any stress or tension, they are a big big, big babies, right? You know that they are babies. You barely touch them and they go off like a Roman candle. Um, Everything is blown out of proportion and they need to be taken care of. And they want that and they want to demand that. So the first thing is keep in mind that basically they're big babies. And if anything happens in emotional terms that they can't deal with, they will return to somewhere between the age of three and seven and have a tantrum and they will behave badly. You can't change this. So what you can do is not push that button. Okay, so number one, know and remember that when you look at them, they are a big baby. No matter how they're looking at the moment, behind that face is a big baby. 
Number two, hijackals use extremes and superlatives. They are the best at everything. It is the worst of times. It always happens that way. You never do anything. It is always extremes and superlatives. It's the greatest. It's the best. It's the worst. It's the most awful. It's the. You are a hundred percent the love of their life. Twenty seconds later, when you don't do what they want you to do, you are the scum of the earth, and nobody wants you. They work in extremes. They will. Speak in extremes, and there are no middle grounds. There are no gray areas. You know, I've talked about this a lot. One of the hallmarks of hijackals is what we call all-or-nothing black and white thinking. So they don't have a middle ground. They don't have—I hate to say it—shades of gray. It is black or it is white. It is all or it is nothing. So know that about them. Don't expect them to be different than that. That's how they see the world. That's how they think, and that's how they engage. Okay, so they're big babies. They use extremes and superlatives. Number three is they must dominate. They must be on top of the pile. They must be winning. They must be right. They must have control of the situation, you, the narrative, whatever it is. So they must dominate, and they like to take up a lot of airtime. And when they take up a lot of airtime in a conversation, it's allaboutme.com, right? You know that. <clears throat> so if you use any of your precious energy to be sitting there rolling your eyes and thinking they should be different, don't take a breath and go, oh yeah, hi Jacko. Oh, yes, that's one of the 10 basic truths that I have to accept. That's how they are. And it's crazy-making to expect them to be different, right? So I'm all about helping you save your sanity, so don't expect them to be different. Big babies, extremes and superlatives, and they must dominate. They must win. Number four, they will minimize you. They will dismiss, discount you. They will make you smaller. They will make you less than. They will tell you that what you want doesn't matter. What you think doesn't matter. What you feel doesn't matter because they matter and you don't matter. So they're going to minimize you. <clears throat> they're going to make it so you are pushed against the edge and they are going to take up the majority of the space. And if you're having difficulty, it's not going to be nearly as bad as what they're going through. And they're going to put you down and devalue you for having needs. This is a basic truth. There may be no other time than when you are 24-7 forced to be with these people that you will be able to truly see and comprehend that these are basic unchangeable truths. And this can really help you when we get out of this situation. Because then you will see, no, that's how they really are. And that will help you think your way through your next best steps. So big babies, extremes and superlatives, they have to dominate and they're going to minimize you. Number five, it's going to be them first. They need to use what's in the house. They need to take what is for the children. They need to have what it is they want and you don't need it and get along without it. They are going to have to be first in the bathroom, first everywhere, um, 
taking care of themselves, what their needs are, their need to take up the sofa, their need to have what they want on the television, their need, their need, their need. It will just continue that way. Now, you know that that is one of the basic tenets of when we think of narcissistic behavior, it is going to be them first, allaboutthem.com. But watch it in their behavior at home. Now that you see it 24-7, you know, they don't have to do anything. They don't have to pick up after themselves. They don't have to do these things. They shouldn't have to do these things. That's what they have you for. They don't need to uh, be concerned about what's going on in the world. They don't have to take care. In fact, they not may not even self-isolate. They may think that they are somehow superhuman and able to not collect any kind of problem during this um, isolation, self-isolation, lockdown, shutdown situation. They may just simply not believe it because they are bigger than the virus. Okay, big babies, extremes and superlatives. They must dominate. They'll minimize you and they must, must, must be first. Now, number six. Poking a hijackal is never a good idea at the best of times, right? I talk about that all the time. Don't poke them. Don't make them angry. Don't push their buttons. Don't trigger them because you don't want to deal with a fallout. And you know there will be fallout. So this is a very important time to just be in observation mode. You know, you're watching the lion in the cage. You're not getting in the cage with them. So keep that that distance. Just watch. Oh, there they are. And those are basic truth about them. And when you poke at them, when you tell them, well, I can't do everything around here, you know they're going to react badly to that. If you ask them to do something, they're going to procrastinate because all hijackals have a tendency to be passive-aggressive and it goes with the territory of passive-aggressiveness that they are going to procrastinate. And then if you stay on their case very long after they're procrastinating, then it becomes that you're a nagger, you're a terrible person, and they still haven't done what they said they would do. And between you and me and the gatepost, they never intended to do that anyway. They were just trying to appease you in the moment by saying yes and hope that you wouldn't ask again or notice that they didn't do it. So don't be surprised. But if you poke a hijackal, it leads to two things. It will lead you to them turning into a rageaholic and being angry and everything will be your fault and there will be a screaming match or they will go into the silent treatment and they will shut themselves down and then they will try to ingratiate themselves to the children and alienate from you. And that's not a good idea. And if you don't have children, then they're going to pull a pouting fit. They're going to go and not talk to you because you're not nice to them. And what not nice to them means is you won't give them what they want when they want it and preferably before they even ask for it. And that's the way they roll. And that's why I'm calling these the basic truths. You know, in my program, Seeing the Cycles, there are 13 videos on the 10 hallmarks of hijackals. This is another list because these are the ways they behave, especially if they get into a tension, anxiety-filled room that they don't want to be in 24-7. 
They don't like anybody telling them that they have to stay home. They don't like anyone telling them they can't go to work. I mean, the rest of us don't like it either, but we understand why. But a hijackal, who do you think you are to tell me that I can't do something? No, no, that that gets really big in their minds right away that someone else is trying to have control over them and they're not having it. You know how they hate that. So number six is poking them is going to be the worst strategy now. This is not the time to try and solve problems. This is not the time to talk things through. This is not the time to do anything except keep your distance, stay calm, stay as neutral as possible, observe these 10 basic truths so that you really see that it's true, that they really do behave these ways. Store that in your memory so you can use it later when you're making decisions. So don't poke the hijackal. You don't want them to go into rage and you don't want them to go into the silent treatment. Although if we had to choose one or the other, oh yes, please go silent. That could be the best thing that ever happens. And if they do go silent, don't try and talk them out of it. Enjoy the silence. You know, people ask me all the time in my Facebook groups, well, what do I do when they're, they're giving me the silent treatment? And I say, treat it as a blessing and enjoy it. Don't do anything. Just go about with your life. Do it your way. They're not going to talk to you, so that's that's fine. That can be a really wonderful experience. So number seven on the 10 basic truths you can't change and must accept about hijackals. Expect limited to no help. They are going to be in anxiety and they are going to need to rest or they are going to have to do their own thing or they need downtime. How do you expect me? Who do you think you are to expect me to do anything? It's not my job. I should be at work right now. And just expect that to happen. That if you start expecting them to help or expecting to get things done, expecting them to take this wonderful opportunity that you usually don't have or the time you usually don't have in order to achieve things, they will get their back up and they will say no to you and it will be a fight. And that is no good. You do not want to go in that direction. You know, the hijackal needs everything. They need all the time, the energy, the television, the food, the alcohol. They don't want to be asked to do anything. And so they're not going to respond well to it. And I know it's not fair. It's not fair at all. Nobody said that anything about being with a hijackal would be fair, right? I mean, we've all heard that life is not fair, but being with a hijackal, nothing is fair. And we have to understand that. So if you are housebound with a hijackal right now, don't expect help. Don't go into resentment because you're not getting it. Just pretend that there's only you to do things. And if you ask and there is a no or there is nothing happening, don't expect differently. I'm not suggesting that you don't ask. I'm just suggesting that you don't expect the answer to be yes or the behavior to be forthcoming. It's not going to be. So then number eight, this is for people with children. Remember this, hijackals are involved with their children when their children make them look good. 
or when being with the children can isolate them and have the children all to themselves so that you don't have them and it's alienating. But what's important about number eight is the children will annoy the hijackals. The very presence of the children will annoy them because they can't get any validation from the children. Yes, they like it when the children are behaving well and they tell them that they love them. The children tell tell the parent that they love them. Now remember, there's an equal number of male and female hijackals, so it's not about mommy or daddy. It could be either. And yes, they like it when the child likes them, but they don't like it when the child is difficult. They don't like the children when the children won't do exactly what they want or stay silent when they want them to. So is this a basic truth? The hijackal will be annoyed by the children's very breathing unless they're being validated by the children, and you can't make that happen. It can only happen if the hijackal does lovely things for the children and the children are happy and they give the hijackal love and praise and attention. But don't expect the hijackal to think that, oh, this is wonderful, good quality time with my children. That is unlikely. Now, I'm just talking about hijackals here, but hijackals are not likely to be thinking that this is a wonderful time to spend with my family. How lucky could I be? (laughs) They want to be out because you've heard me say so many times that hijackals paint a public picture of perfection while at home they're creating a private place of pain. So if you tell them they got to stay home all the time, the pain level is going to go up in all likelihood. Now, I'm just telling you all these things so you have a realistic expectation. I know, it sounds awful, can be awful, might be awful, maybe even will be awful. But I'm telling you these things so that you won't think that you've done anything terrible. This is how they're likely to behave. So they're big babies, extremes and superlatives. They have to dominate everything. They're going to minimize you. Everything is going to be them first. Don't poke them because they'll go to rage with silent treatment. Don't expect them to help much. It may be limited. They may not give you any help. And the children will annoy them. Number nine, do not, do not, do not. I know you're going to have scars on your tongue, but do not, do not, do not comment on their parenting. Do not. That will only turn up the tension, probably turn up the volume. Oh, so many things could happen if you comment on their parenting. Instead, when they do something that is poor parenting, that is hard on the children or is wrong or alienating or uh, shaming or blaming to the children, invite the children to do something with you Tell them, oh, well, this would be a good time for us to do something. Distract them. Get them away. Do not comment on the hijackals' parenting or lack of parenting skills. It will not help. It will only hinder, and it could blow things up. You know how little they like being told that they're not parenting well at any point. None of us do. So if you're in isolation with them and you are in this little cosm that is just your own, your family, you're stuck in the house, you're stuck on the property. I mean, hopefully 
you're stuck in a place that has a little bit of property so you can go outdoors. At least that that could help or you have a balcony or something. But don't, don't, don't comment on their parenting. Now the last one, I've alluded to it during these nine, but this one is so, so, so important. Do yourself a huge favor. Stay neutral. Don't give anything the wow factor. Don't get in everything the ain't it awful, they done me wrong factor. Just stay neutral. Huh. Oh, this is happening now. Oh my, that just happened. Oh, that's just the way it was. There it is. The 10 basic truths I can't change happened again. Observe, 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 but just stay neutral. It's how you're going to save your sanity. You're just going to back up in your head and just observe what's happening and then bring your best to the table. Be your best self. And if that requires you to be your best silent self, be that. (laughs) If that requires you to distract yourself by putting on headphones and listening to beautiful music that calms you, do that. If it means that that hijackle wants control of the television at every moment, then be disinterested in something to watch on television. Get out your iPad and watch what you want. Just stay neutral. Do the best you can to stay neutral. It's good practice for when you are not 24-7 and housebound with a hijackle. It is good practice at all times to stay neutral because then you can calibrate, then you can see, then your nerve endings are not involved, then you are not in fight or flight, then you're not living in chronic stress and anxiety. If you just stay neutral and observe, then that is your best shot at staying calm. This will end. We will not be in isolation forever. And this is a good time to just observe, just observe as though you're looking at some kind of animal or some kind of, I don't know, microcosm, microorganism, and just observe how it behaves. Just take note of it. And then you behave from a neutral place without high expectations of things being good or bad. Just observe. So in all things, be your best self. You know, so often people say to me, well, should I interact with this person because they bring out the worst in me? No, allow that to be so solid in you that you just be the person that you want to be, the person living from the values that you say that you have. And don't let them pull you off that. And I know, I'm talking pie in the sky here. I know that. I know it's hard. I am not suggesting it is easy for one minute, nor is it simple. I'm just saying to save your sanity, have no high expectations that things are going to be good. Don't get into the ain't it awful things are going to be bad. Just go, oh, this is the way things are. And observe it and just observe it and say, is this all right with me? No, it isn't. All right, let me notice. Oh, there, that's not all right with me either. No, again, that's not all right with me. So that when you get through this housebound with a hijackle period, you will know clearly what it is that you can deal with, you're willing to deal with, and you're not willing to deal with, and then you can deal with it later. Remember, I always say, 
You don't leave a hijackal unless there is physical or sexual abuse, and in which case you go to the police and you go to the hospital. And if there isn't, then you need to be practicing and preparing. And right now, if you're 24-7 with a hijackal, housebound, you are practicing. You're practicing being your best self. You're practicing being your neutral self. You're practicing being your observant self. And that's the best you can do. So I hope this will help you. You know, I'm always available to you. If you need to talk to me, new clients get that great offer, $97 for a full hour, go to beaclient.com, beaclient.com. If you need insights, go to transformingrelationship.com. Everything is there. You'll find my podcast episodes there. You'll find my YouTube channel there. You'll find my blogs. You'll find writing. You'll find all kinds of things. Lots there for you, transformingrelationship.com. If you enjoy getting my podcast, I really invite you to make a donation. Go to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash save your sanity. And you can make a donation, a dollar a month, five dollars a month. You can help keep this coming to you for your support. So I wish you well with this time. It's difficult. Let's stay as calm as we possibly can, as neutral as we can, and as observant as we can. We're not going to do anything about it except take the very best care of ourselves and each other we can. And until we talk again, stay safe. Thank you for joining me on the Save Your Sanity podcast today. I hope you've had some new insights, some ideas and strategies to help you gain clarity and confidence for moving forward toward greater emotional health and safety. You deserve that, and so do your children. If you found value here and would like to support this podcast with a dollar or five each month, please do so at patreon.com slash saveyoursanity. Learn more about how to work with me via video conference, join my optimized circles, or subscribe to this podcast on my YouTube channel at my website, transformingrelationship.com. Talk soon.